0: Hi, I'm Julie, and I'm Hallie, and we're the hosts of
1: Metaphysical Nomads. Woo,
0: <laughs> see, we did it backwards that time. That's fun. <laughs> we're the podcast where we talk about all kinds of uh, spiritual metaphysical things, most of which cannot be proven, yeah, but interestingly enough, today's subject, the benefits of it can, can be pr- proven can and be have proven been proven and have
1: been proven. So we are, we're talking science today. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> today we are talking about meditation. Um, and both my mom and I have lots of experience with meditation, we both have lots of stories about it. And we are firm, firm believers about the power of meditation. And you don't even just have to trust our experiences this time around because there are tons of psychologists and scientific studies out there about the benefits of meditation.
0: Yes. Benefits of meditation on your physical body and on your well-being. I mm-hmm. mean, they've they been proven, meditation has been proven to lower your cortisol level, which is your stress, the stress hormone. Mm-hmm. It's been shown to um, promote. Uh, deeper breathing and and intake of of oxygen, which helps, of course, clean your cells and do the exchange. I should not be doing the science-y part, Allie. (laughs) This is really be you because I don't really even know all this stuff. But bottom line is...
1: Well, and it calms you down. It lowers your resting heart rate. um, So that helps decrease kind of stress and um, tension in your body. It has been proven to aid with anxiety and depression as a just kind of calming mental method and a way of organizing your thoughts. It has huge benefits on your physical health, a lot of which we are still researching and still going into. Um, and I think it is a great way to kind of start your your own healing process. Um, starting with just, you know, a five, 10-minute meditation every single day is a really great way to you know, start your day to get you into a calmer headspace to help address when you have if there's something that comes up in your life that triggers you or that you have a dog whistle about or really frustrated you. A meditation shortly after that can really help calm those feelings and nerves and, you know, over time put you in a better place so that those triggers or frustrations don't occur anymore.
0: So what is meditation? Uh, Meditation actually is a lot of different things i think some people think that it's the yogi that is just sitting there perfectly you know crossed legs and sitting there perfectly straight and you know saying om over again "Om."
1: and that's certainly a type of meditation and
0: it is a type of meditation because this is the thing it's there's not one way to meditate, what the goal of meditation is. And I wanna, I wanna make sure that we're being clear that it's a goal because it's not always your reality and it doesn't have to be your reality. But the goal is to focus on your breath, come into the present moment and to clear your mind. Mm-hmm. That's the goal. Now, as somebody who's meditated on and off for a long portion of my my life, I will tell you that probably ninety percent of my meditations do not accomplish those three things. Yes, I do not always <laughs> sit there and am able to just focus on my breath and particularly hard to clear your mind
1: and sometimes meditation you know even though the goal of meditation is to quiet or calm your mind. Uh, That doesn't necessarily mean that the meditation isn't beneficial if you don't get to that point. There's a lot of things that I have learned in my meditations that have come to me through a busy mind. It's mostly about just kind of taking a second to get into your body and, you know, practice and to try to do all of those things. But even when you don't, the meditation session is very beneficial.
0: Yeah, I would agree. I mean, it's really, I think, um, in my experience, meditation for me has been very grounding and making me feel more connected to the earth, which makes me feel more secure. It, I have gotten some uh, interesting insights and I think it's improved my um, intuitive abilities just by trying to just calm my mind to let other information in, to notice things that I wouldn't have otherwise noticed. Um, and and I, I think it's interesting too to just see what comes into your mind, the chatter, When you're meditating i think tells you a lot about what you're focusing on Mm -hmm. it's informational in and of itself like if i'm doing a meditation and i'm just overly you know fixated on oh gee tax days coming up and i have to pay my taxes it's even an interesting inquiry like hmm why am i focused on that like is that a financial security issue am i is this just a distraction? Am I getting sucked into the world of structure? Like what is going on right now in my in my being? So I'm even noticing where my head is going is even valuable, I think, in and of itself.
1: So let's kind of break down meditation a little bit more. And I'm going to start I think we should start with kind of um, physical meditation. So basically what you're doing with your physical body, what you should be focusing on, how you're breathing, you know, you should be breathing and what you'll find there's a lot of guided meditations out there on the internet, YouTube, you know, whatever, that can give you specific patterns of breathing. But if you are just trying to do this, say by yourself, what are kind of the best and easiest ways to go into a physical meditative state, if you're not necessarily looking for spiritual answers and just looking for a moment to kind of stay quiet? Well, sitting up is often the easiest position in order to get into a medical state uh, medical uh, mm-hmm. meditative state um it is a lot of people find that it's easier to sit up as opposed to lay down sometimes when you lay down you fall asleep um and well that can sometimes be very beneficial for your body in and of itself and may sometimes be what you need it's not necessarily the point that we're going for in a meditation um so sitting up I usually like to rest my back against something. Um, I sometimes have some lower back issues. So just kind of having the support behind me does make meditation a little more easier and comfortable for me. Um, some people like to be kind of in a, actually, most people like to be in a quiet space. And so I would recommend, you know, a quiet space away from other people in a silent moment to yourself in a sitting up position, um, trying to keep your back. As straight as you can so that you have uh, just physically a more open and um, a body position that's able to kind of expand your lungs with your breathing and I focus when I'm not doing any sort of guided meditation or specifically doing any sort of specific breath work my biggest goal is to first just try to slow my breaths I just try to see you know how slowly can I breathe without it being uncomfortable You know i want to take big nice slow deep breaths in i envision the air going all the way through starting in my kind of belly diaphragm area filling up my belly then filling up my chest then just kind of filling up any other remaining space that there is before slowly exhaling out and the other really important thing to focus on when you are doing a meditative breathing is to make sure that when you're breathing in your stomach is being kind of pushed out and when you like so it's you know coming wider and when you breathe out your stomach goes back in so it's like it's pushing the air out of your body um and i found especially when i first started meditating for whatever reason i was breathing backwards like when i breathed in my stomach would go in and when i breathed out my stomach would go out but you don't want that to happen. You want to breathe out. You know, I know it was weird. What an unusual way to breathe. <laughs> it was, it was such an odd way to breathe. And I didn't realize, and it, it was our, our my therapist and our, um, uh, one yeah. of the spiritual uh, counselors that we've had in our lives, Rita, was like, hey, we really need to fix your breathing. And uh, she was right. We did. <laughs> um. So that's just kind of the physical first state and in that state you can just focus on your breathing like mom said um things might come to your mind you may not have a a completely quiet mind and it can be difficult to get into a quiet completely quiet mental state when you meditate though
0: physically do you cross your legs you put your feet on the floor you personally because you can do either you can do
1: either um i cross my legs i i like i like the cross leg position um it just is easier for me to sit in personally um but you can do either and so that's why i wasn't really specific about what you do with your legs as long as you are kind of trying to sit up as straight as you can um obviously some there are some physical limitations to being able to sit up straight and so you don't have to do this perfectly to meditate you don't have to be perfect
0: i also like to have a pillow kind of like up under my lower back under my sacrum, because it elevates my hips a bit. And then that helps me stay in that position mm-hmm. a little bit instead of instead of um, taller, I like sitting up as well, because I feel like I have more of a open, uh, seventh chakra kind of pointing yeah. up to the heavens and my first, first chakra, chakra down is more down, down to the ground. ground to the earth but again there's no rules to this this is the most important thing about meditation because you can you can meditate while you're walking you can meditate while you're gardening you can meditate at the grocery store while you're standing in line and I'll get into all these little mini meditations in a minute but Hallie mm-hmm. do continue on how you how you what you now you've got your physical body what do you mm-hmm. do with your mind okay
1: the first thing you know i the, again the goal of meditation that we don't often reach is to try and quiet your mind so i do that that's what first set um it's easiest for me if i try to focus on either the sound and pattern of my breathing or a sound that's coming out in the room or the area that i'm in if i can kind of hear a sound it's easier for me to focus on that and quiet my mind of other thoughts of just what am i physically hearing around me um I know some people who focus on what am I physically feeling around me? And so it's usually, it's a lot of ways easier to follow some other sense. um, And so that keeps you in the present and grounded and to focus on that so you can try and quiet your mind. Uh, However, it is very difficult to quiet your mind. Things will pop up. And that's where we get into, you know, mom, I keep thinking about taxes, or um, I would sometimes, get like particular song lyrics stuck in my head the next most important thing about meditation is that you should be constantly asking the question why if something like that keeps popping up in your head and you can't seem to get rid of it the next thing that you do in your personal meditation is go okay so why is that popping up why am i so focused on tax day and you might you know oftentimes when i don't think i know the answer um and my spiritual counselor, Rita, would always say, you always know the answer. And so what I'll do is I'll play with different answers in my head, and then I'll find one that go, oh, this feels correct. Um, so if I'm thinking about tax day, and repetitively thinking of tax day, for me, it would probably come up with some sort of financial security. You know, I'm, I'm worried about my financial security. And that would feel right. And then I would go, okay, so why am I worried about my financial security? And you just kind of follow that path down until you get to something where then you can tell yourself, okay, I am worried about that, but I am safe. I am, you know, I am here. I am in this physical moment. I am listening to the sound of the fan above me. I am feeling the softness of the chair that I'm sitting in. I am you know, still breathing. So whatever it is that that is, I am in this present moment, and I am fine, I am safe. And you know, you can kind of work around that. And that I find is the easiest and best way for me to meditate and the most helpful.
0: Now, what's interesting about what you just said is that in your meditations, you know, we are doing a curiosity thing. To get past whatever the the pattern of the of the um thought is Mm -hmm. but really you can also just let thoughts come into your mind like oh i don't remember if i turned off or locked the door you know when i left the house this morning and let that thought go you there's usually not more of a curiosity driven thing, you don't have to go down because into the rabbit hole on every little issue. But part of the benefit of meditation is you can get insights into why you might be focused on certain things, because it's time to really focus on you. And what's what's going on with you? Yeah. So my meditation process is a little bit different. I mean, I do like to sit up straight, I put something up under my sits bones, just to be a little bit higher. So I sit up straighter and and i put my hands what i like to do and i've started this recently um and it's been very very helpful is meditate with rocks and stones little crystals whatever i find that that i actually keep a a big bowl in in my room and i'll go and pick out the two stones that i feel like i want to meditate with and usually you know stones and gems have energy associated with them so i don't ask why i just pick the ones like today I want a hematite that's a grounding stone and maybe i want a rose quartz that's good for my opening uh, my my heart and opening up my my seventh chakra or whatever i mean it could be anything it could be a stone from my backyard but i find that stones to me kind of help me say okay it's meditation time we're grounding we're connecting to the energy of the stones um, a lot of times i'll go through a ritual, and my ritual has actually started to change where the first thing i'll do is go and kind of do an energy clearing where I feel like I'm in a tunnel of of crystals and they're just zapping my body to clear out everything that's that's in my body and then I see myself kind of going down deep into the earth where I kind of end up in the center of the earth, kind of just taking a Um, a hot soak in the lava in the center of the earth. My my energy is very fire. So to me, fire is something that's comforting. And then I will find myself getting out and going through into various rooms that I can go into. One is just a room of nothing, emptiness, when I just really want to empty out my brain and have nothing. I'm in darkness, just floating in the matrix. Another one, I'm going into a space where I have a spirit animal there and I have one of my dogs who's passed away and they have their, their heads on my laps and I'm with them looking out onto a beautiful expanse and somewhere that's kind of extraterrestrial and there I do some meditation. I have another room that I go into where... I meet with a guide who has a bunch of different potions that I can pick and drink based on the energy that I need. So I actually have a whole elaborate thing around my meditation. You do. Or sometimes I will just sit and go and follow my spirit animal into the astral, into what I need to see. Sometimes I go to my Akashic temple. But all I'm doing is kind of, that's all kind of a prelude because at some point then I try, I really then start to calm I'm in this place and I'm, you know, and I try to stay there as long as possible, but my meditations aren't that long. Maybe they're five minutes, maybe they're 10 minutes, maybe they're 20 minutes max. I, you know, I'd love to be able to do 45 minutes, but um, I do find, however, that's like running. If you've ever somebody who likes to run, you start to crave running. If you run every day, you start to crave it and miss it. That's how it is with meditation. Takes about three weeks to develop a habit and then you start to crave it. I know when I need it because I'm too jittery, I'm not calm, I'm not focused. And the other thing too about, you know, with the meditation is, is the longer you sit in it, to me, the more crazy and powerful and transformative it becomes. So while two minutes is better than no minutes, if you can sit for 20 minutes, usually 20 minutes is my marker, after 20 minutes, I'm in the zone. And Mm -hmm. the science shows that your brainwaves change, that you go into an alpha, state. Yeah. And that's just very beneficial. And if you, you know, you're going out that night, and need a nap, you could actually do a meditation to try to get your body rested
1: in lieu of a nap before you go out. So really kind of cool. There's a, definitely a lot of benefits. Um, I we are, we're also going to talk a little bit about kind of spiritual meditation and meditating just for a spiritual purpose. But before we get into that, I want to talk about the little micro meditations that mom was talking about. Um, and I've had a lot of experience with these micro meditations because when I was on my healing journey, when I was trying to recover from um, a lot of the trauma that I had as as a child and, and uh, growing up, I was, you know, working with my therapist and I would do tons of these micro meditations and it would basically be any moment that I felt unsafe, which happened a lot when I had still had unhealed trauma. Um, I would go in and I would just wherever I was immediately into kind of my bubble of that um, we talked about in chakras, which is your vertical tube of light, the uh, sapphire blue light And then down into my first chakra and connecting that into the earth. Um, And that was my quick meditation that I would do every single time that I felt, you know, insecure, afraid. And I tried to get into the habit of doing this. Um, And it did take a while. It does take time to build habits. Um, But over time, I was able to go, you know, whenever I'm in that moment of, of fear and panic, again, which I was in a lot before I healed my trauma. I would go into these just mini meditations where I would just do those two things, you know, vertical tube and slow down my, my first chakra. And that doesn't have to be necessarily be your mini meditation. A lot of, you know, people do different meditations based on what they need and what they find works best for them. But I have found them to be very, very helpful in uh, just moments when your trauma or your past or your uh, things that you want to work on pop up and you can just kind of immediately, I just, it would take like a minute, five to 10 seconds, just to kind of t- tune in with my own personal energy. Um, and I really have found great help from the chakras. Um, and so I would use my, my vertical tube and my first chakra to just kind of tune in to update my my frequency and to remind myself that I am safe. Yeah. Like any of those. So yeah, if you have any type of depressive
0: episodes, really what you're doing is just getting back into the present too, because a lot of people, when you have depression or anxiety or panic attacks, it's because you are thinking about something in the future or something in the past and not right at the moment. So sometimes getting, getting grounded that way. And you said Hallie, like I'm safe right now, right now I'm in the room. I can heal, hear the ceiling fan. I can hear the dog barking Mm -hmm. outside. I, you know, My body is not under attack right now is, I think, a really, really important thing. So it's a
1: very helpful tool for me and a lot of other people out there. It doesn't you know. Obviously, no tool is going to be 100% for everyone, but I definitely recommend trying something like this if you haven't already before.
0: Well, and you can do things too. Like some people, I've I've done this before, you light a candle. Some people like to meditate to the sound of burbling water. Mm -hmm. Some people like to get into nature. Being in nature, just sitting there and observing nature is meditative in in its its own way. Some people do walking meditation. So there's no right way to do this. I think it's the intent to do it, the intent to close, you know, to clear your mind and to focus on now and the present and your body and give your body and give your guides and angels and spirit an opportunity to come in and have communication with you. You have to be still in order for that to happen. And sometimes if I get too much brain chatter, And my chatter is not anything that needs to be followed up on. Like, why is this here? It's just nonsense. Like, did I lock the door? What, you know, did I feed the dog? Oh, I've got to do laundry. Oh, tomorrow I have this meeting. Mm -hmm. Just junk because your brain, you know, it's like a hamster wheel and is constantly going and feels like I like to take my brain. I'll, b- I'll put it up in a little bubble. I'll put all these thoughts into a little bubble and I'm saying, okay, this is my chatter, part of my personality. You're now going to the beach and you're going to go build the sandcastle. <laughs> and I take it all. And I'm like, you're going to the beach and you're building a sandcastle and you're over at the beach and I'm over here relaxing, <laughs> relaxing <laughs> chilling. Exactly. And maybe I'll join you at the beach, but right now you're building the sandcastle doing whatever. I'm just chilling, looking at the ocean. So,
1: and it really is. It's whatever works for you. Meditation is a very personal and individualized experience. So it's whatever helps you remain calm. And again, with the overarching goal of we're going to try and quiet our mind, you know, breathe, focus on our breath, quiet our mind and stay in this moment.
0: And some people do collective meditations. You can do them now. They have a lot of them on Zoom with a variety of different um, leaders in the meditation where you set an intention and you actually collectively meditate. And I do believe in the power of the group. If you're in a group and you're doing that type of meditation, it's very powerful. I've also done one of my favorite types of meditation is when they do gong meditations where you can go into a room and you lie down and they're playing those, like those, you know, the gongs, Mm -hmm. you know, from Chinese gongs again and again, I feel like I just go off into another, another world when I'm in those sound meditation experiences and um, they
1: deal with sense too, aroma. Sense, yes. Uh, um, yes. Yes. Sounds, exactly. Like I said, oftentimes having some other physical sense to ground you or to focus on really does help. Um, but now quickly for the end of the podcast, I want to discuss specifically spiritual meditations um, and meditation. I think in and of itself is usually a pretty spiritual thing. Um, however, you can have more metaphysical uh, meditations and we have talked about in the past like trying to talk to your guides to ask about your past lives or um you know using meditation to access higher dimensions or other creatures or other things and so i want to talk a little bit about how to do that and why meditation is a good way to kind of access the metaphysical world um, and I personally think that you can start doing this after you've done your own independent individual meditations for a little bit. You kind of have to get used to what meditation is and the states and the feelings that your body goes through when you meditate. Um, But once you've done that, you can start asking kind of metaphysical questions and connecting with your guides in a more metaphysical way. Um, I you usually it's again about setting intention of going into this meditation you know i would like to learn more about my past lives and it doesn't always work on the first try like we've said even with other meditations sometimes your own physical body and your own brain gets in the way but uh, if you can work on you know putting your brain aside clearing out uh, any sort of thoughts just kind of focusing on what you're receiving from the guides and the angels there's a lot of insights that you can gain into the metaphysical world through meditation it's about setting the intention of what you want to see in this meditation or what you would like to learn about in this meditation and then trusting the process letting the guides letting the universe take you to wherever they feel like you need to be um and that's that's very much requires you know a trust a kind of letting yourself go with the flow with wherever they want you to go and being in that moment um and then i think that's a really cool way to kind of connect to spirit and the metaphysical
0: now when i do that and i and i do like to do that it's interesting i usually go with my spirit animal which is a black panther that takes me down through some tunnels to show me parts of my lives or Mm -hmm. things that need to be addressed or sometimes we bring back items from certain places and i feel like i'm somehow integrating somehow my soul there but but I'm a very visual person and I'd be curious, Hallie, when you do those, do you see things visually or do you hear things? Because some people are more audio oriented, so they might hear voices or hear sayings or hear song lyrics, for example, mm-hmm. like you do. I do hear songs. You know, and some people it might be, I, I mean, I don't know, maybe their body will twitch or their body will give answers because there's no, it's kind of like students in education. We all have different ways to learn. We all have different ways that we like to give and receive love. Same thing with meditation. We have different ways that we like to to meditate and how we receive images. So, are you visual or are you audio or what?
1: I kind of get a variety of things. Um, I do have a lot of physical reactions to meditation and, and to different aspects of my of my meditation. Um, I'll get kind of buzzy or tingling fingers, um, or I'll feel like like somebody's tapped me on the shoulder, um, or have different kind of yeah physical experiences. I I do get a lot of physical experiences when I meditate. Um, I also, as you say, I'm I'm very musical person. I I have a lot of music that I hear. I don't necessarily hear like voices and speaking in, you know, just a standard speaking way, but I will get song lyrics that will repeat in my head. Um, I'll often hear like music playing um, and and it, it'll just be in the background. I'll have like a background soundtrack um, and not always one that I can recognize, but just kind of that's there. Um, that's so interesting because, you know, I'm
0: not musical at all, <laughs> at all. And so I never hear music and I do not get song lyrics in my head at all. Mine's exactly all visual. Do. Mine's like watching a movie almost. And they'll show me things. Sometimes I'll get in my head. Oh, I definitely com- get visuals conversation too. too. Mm-hmm. But I know, I know. But I'm just—I just want our listeners to know so there that, are options that yeah. that you're you're going to have an individualistic style, and you kind of have to experiment on what works for you. Do you like lighting a candle? Do you like listening to music? Do you like group meditations? Do you like guided meditations? Do you like to envision yourself going to the same place every day for mm-hmm. for Uh, you know, for that, for that kind of thing. If you know, there is, um, I know a woman who does animal communication, and she says she goes into meditation in order to communicate with an animal, and she'll envision herself getting on an elevator. And on the elevator, there's various floors and the various floors are for different things like level one might be a simple meditation just to calm her calm herself but level eight's where she gets out and that's where all the animals are and the animals are there to help her interpret and translate and communicate and connect with the animal and she'll go sit down with all these animals around her and then envision the one animal she'd like to connect with and then we'll have an exchange with that animal so then different floors are communicating with different like the spirit guides different floors so i think that's an interesting way to envision and set that intention like okay i'm going to go connect with my guide. So I'm going to go to level four,
1: you know, or I'm going to
0: go connect with animals. I'm going to go to level eight. I'm going to go whatever. So I think that's an interesting way of doing it, too.
1: And again, there's no right or wrong. There's no right or wrong. It is really about, you know, I think meditation is a very powerful tool to help you to help you stay calm, to help you grow, to help you do whatever you feel like you want or need to do at the moment you know, and so I think that it, it I, it's really useful. I do. I recommend it wholeheartedly. Um, you know, there's tons of different resources out there for you. So I really recommend that you try meditation, you you know, do whatever works for you and see what's easiest. And also don't be afraid to try new or different types of meditation too. You know, once you've get, gotten started and have your basis uh, baseline, try new things, see what else is. I just personally love that
0: we've just done a podcast that is actually has some scientific fact
1: behind it. There are
0: research articles on this. (laughs) Good for your health and then good for your soul. All right, everybody try meditation if you haven't. And if you hadn't done it in a while, get back into it. Highly recommend it.
1: Bye. Have a good rest of your day.